Good afternoon. It's your boy Nils on the Truth Be Told podcast. Um, it is January twenty first, a Tuesday, twenty twenty. Um, and I just wanted to talk about uh, crowdfunding, man. I want to talk about crowdfunding, what it is, um, why it's important, and, and, and why you should look towards crowdfunding. So first and foremost, what is crowdfunding? So crowdfunding is basically you raising uh, capital through a collective effort of family, friends, or investors, right? It can be a community or anybody. Um, a lot of people are familiar with uh, a GoFundMe. Normally, when people start GoFundMe's, it's for um, a burial or, you know, to pay for anything like that. Like something really tragic is why people create GoFundMe. So normally when a GoFundMe is created like that, um, a stigma gets attached to it where it only has to be uh, something along the terms of a burial or anything like that to start. Um a GoFundMe, but in the essence, um, people pulled their resources together to support the individual who's hosting uh, the GoFundMe for whatever reasons. Now, a crowdfund, like I said, is the same thing. However, you can use those resources in a different way. And what I mean by that is um, us as black people, brown people, um, we have to pull our resources together to help one another. So <clears throat> a lot of people may know, some people may know I'm in the process of buying a home. So I started a, a crowdfund campaign through a financial institution. Basically, all I have to do is get to a thousand dollars and the financial institution would raise or, or match uh, whatever I raised. Now, I spoke with a couple of people earlier and they were like, uh, Corey, I don't I don't like the idea of a, 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 a crowdfund for purchasing a home. So I was like, why is that? And they basically was like, because it seems like you're asking for money. <clears throat> Nobody's going to help you with the down payment of your home. And one of the things that was expressed to me was that if I had to um, figure out my down payment on my own, then how can I help somebody else? Because I have to do everything myself. You know, I struggled to save up what I saved. So why should I give you my hard earned dollars when nobody helped me? And I understand where that person was coming from. But once again, that's a survival mentality. And what I mean by that is when you have to do everything by yourself, it's, it's almost like F everybody else. I got me. When in reality, it shouldn't be like that. We should all have each other. Why should the next person have to suffer because you suffered? You know how hard you work. You know how hard you suffered to get what you got. Why would you want anybody else to go through the same thing that you went to? It's almost like a crabs in a barrel mentality. The wealth do not think like that. The wealth pull resources from other pool of investors, uh, a community, family and friends. Why should you have to go broke to get a house when you shouldn't have to? 
Now, statistics show that millennials are most are not able to come up with the money for a down payment on a home. Most millennials go broke trying to purchase a home. Why is that? Because they have inadequate savings. They do not know how to save. We do not know how to invest. And because of that, we go into debt purchasing a home. So now we have to catch back up to get to where we just uh, was. If you do not have an emergency fund, why would you spend your whole emergency fund purchasing a home? Why would you cash out your 401k to purchase a home? It does not make any sense. And because somebody else cashed out their 401k and purchased a home, I have to cash out my 401k and purchase a home. Well, when you cash out your 401k, depending on um, the type of um, barriers that it has, most people get penalized. You get penalized and you get taxed because you tapped into your 401k early. Like I said, it just depends on the plan. So that's, you know, whoever you talk to, your financial person, they talk to, they'll tell you. But majority of the people, when you pull out of your 401k, they do not recommend it, even if it's from buying a home. And if you cannot afford that 3% down, whatever home you get, it raises your mortgage payment, your private, uh, your PMI, private mortgage insurance rates. All of that goes up because of your loan to debt ratio. So crowdfunding your down payment is actually a great idea because now you're pulling resources from the community that's going to help put you in this home so you don't go broke. Now all you have to do is pay it forward. And I'm not even talking about all of the benefits just from being a homeowner. All of the tax breaks is that tax breaks that you get. You get to write off the insurance on your home. And once you build up equity in your home, you get to tap into that equity and invest in other things that you want to invest in. You all we all have to pay property taxes once we own a home. Owning a home helps stabilize the community. Now I'm not talking for the people that's, um, you know, the single mothers that may be renting or low income housing. I'm not talking to them, although in the near future, we should be able to pull our resources together and get these single mothers in their own home to where they're owning their home. Something that is theirs, something that they can call theirs instead of uh, uh, renting from somebody else. Or living off of the government But like I say that's a whole Another conversation I just wanted to talk about why crowdfunding Is a great platform To use Because now you don't go broke Purchasing a home Yes everybody works hard But imagine how you would have felt If a person Would have helped you with your down payment Even if it's 100 people All chipping in $20 or, or 50 people chipping in $20, right? You have all these corporations that sit on these boards for nonprofit organizations that are donors because of a service of the nonprofit organization. Hey, I'm going to be a donor for this nonprofit. Why? Because I see what they're doing. I see their vision. I see the impact. If my goal is to increase home ownership, 
within a community, within a city, why not start with myself? We need more talk on why home ownership is important to revitalize and stabilize the community. There are not a lot of home home owners in our community, which is why investors come in, barely fixed up the fix up the property and section it out. They're making their money, but it's hurting the city. If you really, truly cared about the city, you have to start with yourself and want more. And if you cannot understand, then ask for help. That's another uh, topic that hurts our culture. We are too afraid and we are fearful to ask for help. It doesn't make you less of a man. It doesn't make you less of a human because you ask for help. If anything, it makes you more of a man and more of a person because you recognize that you're failing and you're asking for help. Now, if you're asking for help and a person can look you in the eye, knowing they can help you and doesn't help you, then that person needs help themselves. For whatever reason why they did not help you when you asked for help. You've done your job. You've done your due diligence in saying, hey, man, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm just asking for a little help. Now, you know who that person are. What are they about? And say, hey, man, you know, I just can't help you. Now, I understand, like, you know, if you don't know somebody, like you can't help somebody that you really don't know. I mean, I definitely understand that. But for the ones that do know and do see your vision and do see what you're trying to do, but they won't help you because they're selfish. And like I say, they're I won't even say selfish. They're in survival mode because they're in survival mode because they're trying to get on their feet. They're not going to help you succeed because they trying to succeed. When in all reality, if you just give more, it's only whatever, whatever the donation is, if it's twenty dollars or whatever. If you just give more, you will get that blessing 10 times in return. We have to stop being selfish individuals and learn how to pull our resources together. As black people, we have to stop being in competition with one another. As black people, I'm happy for you. I'm happy you got a house. I'm happy you got a, a, a new car. I'm happy you got that, that amazing job. I'm happy you being a staple in the community. I'm happy you providing a product or service. All right, now let's go pull the next person up. Let's go help the next person out instead of wanting to be the man or be the only one or, or, or be the face of the city or, or just in general, everything has to go through you. Pull somebody else up. Pull the next person up. And it does not have to be strictly a family member or a close friend or your buddy. If you see somebody trying, they're a genuine person. They're willing to listen. They're willing to learn. Invest in them. They'll probably be more loyal to you than the people that you think are your friends. Because the people you that's your friends, they know your weak spots. When you got somebody that's hungry... They just want to eat. They're hungry. They're going to listen. They're going to soak up this information. And you have to do your due diligence in paying it forward. I know I'm going on a rant, but I just wanted 
to get some of this stuff off of my chest because it's frustrating when you hear certain things. But I'm also understanding that all it takes is education. I don't speak on a topic that I'm not aware of or at least have a little knowledge about. You have to educate yourself before you speak. If it's something you do not know or can't even understand, look it up first. Most people don't even know what a crowdfund is. But when you reference a GoFundMe, then it's a light bulb like, oh, but because GoFundMe got a certain stigma to it, they're going to look at a crowdfund just like a GoFundMe. Right. Not knowing that it's a professional way to do things. What is your why? My why is I want to increase home ownership within the community without people having to dump their emergency funds, tap into their 401k and go broke purchasing a home. That is my why. And if we can get more people like that, then you can feel better about yourself knowing that, hey, I was able to purchase this home on the backs of the community. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I appreciate you. I would have not been able to do this without you guys. Now it's up to me on making sure I do what I need to do to stay where I'm at. It's not about getting any type of house. It's about getting a house that's affordable, that's comfortable, something that you know you can you will be able to handle. Don't just get into a house because it's this beautiful Three bed, two bath, or two bed, two bath, 1,500 square foot, really good neighborhood. You're not going to be able to potentially keep up with everything if something happens in life. So you have to get into a more realistic situation. You may have to downgrade your lifestyle for right now just to get you into a home. You can always upgrade. You can always upgrade your home. Remember that. You can always upgrade your home. I don't want you getting into this $120,000, $140,000 house and then sign this 30-year fixed mortgage. And then by the time you get done paying off that $140,000 house, you will have paid the bank. $140,000 as well. So now you done bought yourself a house and you done bought the bank a house over a 30-year period. Now, is we talking about wealth, building wealth, keeping wealth, or is we talking about trying to just live a lifestyle of, of, of having the best and the nicest things? Because the best and the nicest things cost money. You have to run the numbers. Nothing wrong with getting into a starter home. 50,000, 60,000, 70,000. Staying in it for five to seven years. Putting some money in it. Putting it on the market. Building the value up. Now you can cash out 20, 30,000 depending on what it appraised for. Go get you a, a, the house that you want. And you're able to put that same twenty to $30,000 down as a down payment. And that's all 
principal. So now that same $120,000 home, $130,000 home, is now only $100,000 once you make that large chunk principal payment. And when you're able to have down payment money, your mortgage is cheaper, which means you can chunk more towards the mortgage than a principal payment if you want to. And then when you're done paying off the house, you wouldn't have spent an extra $120,000 for that same home, which which is totaling $300 and something thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. Imagine what you could have done with that extra $120,000. We have to make better financial decisions. Going out and getting a, a, a $30,000 vehicle. And I'm a little guilty myself of, of, of getting um, a, a vehicle that I was not ready for. You know, I, I kind of let my mom, my family talk me into getting it. Knowing uh, it was going to be tight financially. But that wasn't a smart financial decision on my part. Get something that's sustainable until you get to a point financially where you're able to afford these things without trying to keep up a certain image. All right. So like I say, man, just to review what we talked about, we talked about crowdfunding, why it's important, why home ownership is important and why you should use a crowdfund to fund your down payment, right? We, t- we talked about living, how, how you should live, right? Learning, learning ways to maneuver about things, you know what I'm saying? Asking for help. Why it's important to ask for help. Put your pride to the side and ask for help. Just know who you asking for help and understand that certain men they, they, it's, it's almost like a, a ball swing contest, right? The, uh, the testicles. Yeah, he came to me. I'm the reason why he... Nah, stay away from those people. Because if you're going to brag on what you do for me, what you gave me, I don't want it. I need you to be genuine about yours because I'm genuine about mine. The only way I bring things to the table is if you discredit what I'm doing. Or what I've done. Don't discredit me. Don't say I haven't did anything when I, when you know I did. Then I have to tell you and show you what I've done. But other than that, I give you anything, no problem. No problem. If I got it, and, and if I got it to give, it's yours. And that's for anybody, as long as you're a genuine person. That's for anybody. So always remember, don't be afraid to ask for help. It's people out here. It is successful people out here that is willing to help you. It's just finding those people. We have to find those people that are successful, that is not in survival mode, that is willing to say, hey, young man, hey, young woman, I see you trying. I like what you're really doing. I'm going to donate to this cause because it's needed. When you are in survival mode mentally, you cannot look past yourself. You cannot look past what well, nobody helped me, so I'm not going to help nobody. I'm not as successful. I'm struggling with what I got right now. I'm not going to help the next person if they're not my friend or family or anything like that. 
you have to break away from that mentality all right so once again man y'all chime in leave messages um y'all can hit me up on twitter at nils underscore 13 that's n-e-e-l-z underscore 13 um i'm on facebook for the people that know me y'all hit me up on facebook man if y'all just want to chime in i'm willing to uh have these talks with anybody that want to talk because it's needed you know what i'm saying i'm willing to learn i'm always willing to learn i'm willing to share information on the things that i've learned and i want to build and grow with you guys and i think we all should build and grow together and, and, and love one another and just give to one another because it's needed let's break that survival mode mentality and just help build but that's it man y'all have a blessed one i'm still kicking off the year man i'm gonna have some new content coming for y'all soon man and we gonna kick it off uh next month